This is Sylvia, your new source one, Michigan director, as well as anchor of Michigan 101. Hope you get a chance to head over to some of the crop bazaars that are happening in and around the local area this month. What are something 
that you are thankful for. As we take a look at 30 days of blessings, there's a lot of blessings that everyone has, no matter how little or how small. Take care and have a wonderful day. coming election on November 8th, but who is our ultimate president? Is it the Democrats? Is it the Republicans? Is it the Liberals? Or is it the Communist Party? There is a lot of social political parties out there that you can belong to, but the ultimate presidential political party that we should belong to is that of Jesus Christ. Many times, political parties don't agree Politics, get everyone all heated up. I'm not a fan of politics, but it's something that we have to learn to disagree about. If you don't vote, you don't have a say-so of who is running it better. Yes, we all make mistakes. Jesus made mistakes. I have made mistakes. Even the political parties have made mistakes in the past. They're not perfect. But we are so quick to judge based on 30 seconds of someone's life. A 30-second to 60-second commercial, we're judging somebody. Political debates, we look at their outward appearance, and we judge them based on that. We judge everybody. When it is a lesson time of any sort, the three to four months or three to four weeks that lead up to election time, everyone is campaigning to get their point across. But at the same time, we have to remember who are the only person who is our political party, and it should be that of Jesus Christ. Would Jesus be a Republican? Or is he a Democrat? You may have heard a devotional that Joel has put out talking just about this. We don't know what political stand Jesus was, but he would want us to love everybody. You don't have to like everybody, but you should show respect and love them who they are. Sometimes, when there's elections, we fall short of God's glory, and we forget about the true value of who they are. You want somebody who is going to live out what they proclaim they're going to do. They're going to do as they say. But a lot of times, these campaigns are for political gain, or they want a 30-second of shame so they can be better than nation. There's so much political parties going on. Whether it's a school board, run for some school board or senate, you have Congress, maybe it's a presidential campaign. We don't have to vote for our president until the year 2024, but you have seen former presidents are campaigning for their particular political party who they think should be the best. They're going to do that. If you're a Democrat, you're going to vote for Democrats. If you're a Republican, obviously you're probably going to vote for a Republican. But what happens if you're in between? Who do you vote for? That is where we need to consider options. Pray before you head to the polls. Remember, when you go to the polls, any polls, pray. Jesus is there with you. He is not somebody that 
casts a ballot and says, I don't accept you to my party. He's not going to agree that your political party's best. He's not going to agree that Sun Judge is the best fit. He loved everybody. So with the election coming up, it's time for us to take a step back and think about who is the ultimate political leader, the president we should be living our life for. It is not the school board members. It is not the Congress. It's not the state. It's not the governor. It's not any of them political people. It is our very own Jesus Christ. When you head to the polls, be safe, stay alert, and vote for the people or the party divide, political party. You are really emotional and vote for, that's not nice for to say, really feel passionate about. It is okay to disagree with the political stance of other people's parties, but it's never okay to talk bad about somebody you know nothing about. Every person running for whatever district they're running for, all of these states are human. They all make mistakes. But what they do, they get backlashed because they're not living up to their creed that they promised 180 days ago. Well, they promised three months ago. They're not living up to that. And then to that creed, we just fall short. And we, bat- we blame everybody. But remember, when you head to them polls, pray. Vote for the candidate who you think is the best qualified. Not everybody is in the politics. Yes, not everyone will vote. And so you cannot go around saying, you, why are you voting for who? It's not about political gain. It takes courage to stand in front of somebody and say, declare your political party. Who are you going to declare your party for? Is it going to be your fellow Democrats? Is it going to be your fellow Republicans? Is it going to be your fellow Libertarians? Or is it going to be the one and only Jesus Christ? Think about this as you go into your poll, your election polling place on Tuesday, November 8th. And may we all vote for the person who is a best fit candidate, not who the world wants us to vote for. Take care and have a wonderful night.
Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. I'm Joel of Heart City Church. In Mark 12, Jesus is asked a political question. Verse 13, They sent to him, Jesus, some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you're not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. Now the Herodians and Pharisees are odd bedfellows, as surprising as Republicans and Democrats coming together, since these two groups have the opposite positions on more than just this tax. And they're essentially asking Jesus whose side he's on. It'd be like today. Jesus, are you with the Republicans or are you with the Democrats? Though this is as much a religious question as a political one. It is a political in this particular tax actually funded Rome's occupation. The Herodians approved it because they were Israel's pro-Rome party. The Pharisees were the people's party, pro-Israel we might say. So they hated this tax because Rome had them in bondage, but more because God's law forbid the making of images. For them, it was also a religious question. Caesar's image stared out from every coin that Rome demanded. One side saying Caesar was son of the divine, the other that he was high priest, which could hardly be more offensive to God-fearing Jews. In fact, when the tax was first imposed, a fellow named Judas started a revolt. Do you see the trap here? If Jesus says, don't pay the tax, he'll look like an insurrectionist, and the Herodians will report him to Rome as a threat. If Jesus says, pay the tax, he'll lose the people's support and the Pharisees can arrest him. So with the crowd looking on, Jesus puts them on the spot by saying, I don't have one on me. Uh, any of you happen to be carrying graven images in the temple? And consider then that greater hypocrisy is Jesus, the son of the divine and high priest, stares at this image of another one claiming the same. And then Jesus says to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Jesus answers that there is no opposition between Caesar and God. You are obligated to both. And folks marvel because they thought paying the tax was giving allegiance to Caesar. But Jesus doesn't say pay Caesar. It is render or repay to Caesar what is his. In other words, the coin was not your money in the first place. Do you think this way about your money? Jesus says the things that bear America's handiwork, like cash money, or more streets and sidewalks, safety measures, for better or for worse, they are all Caesar's, and Caesar should be repaid. This means we cannot be complacent in the land that God has placed us. We are to be invested by helping neighbors, obeying laws in the Lord, and paying our taxes. And we are to repay to God everything bearing His image, which is us. We're made in His image, so we're to repay God with our lives, recognizing our first allegiance is to Him, which also means Caesar owes his life to God too. Both political parties today must answer to God for their lives. So we can repay to whoever wins what is rightly theirs, even when we don't like it, confident that God is over every ruler, and he's actually the one who puts them over us. Let me ask, do you live with that bigger perspective? Or do we make the leaders of this age out to be really big and our eternal God out to be small? I'm not saying we should never get angry or take action over evils that rulers commit. And we may even face persecution when the left or the right has power. But Christians live anxiety-free because we hold our American citizenship very lightly, recognizing with Paul that our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things 
to himself. Philippians 3. You see how Jesus' return and our resurrection life to come encourages us to live as those who are just passing through this age? So as those on our way to glory, we follow Jesus, who did not reach glory by grasping for power. But Christ spread his arms on the hard wood of the cross and opened to us the kingdom of God. The foolishness of the cross subverts all political machinations of this age. So pledge allegiance to a cross-bearing Messiah who says he's not a Republican or a Democrat. And don't put yourselves in the little box of this party or that. And don't put black hats on one and white hats on the other. Don't buy into a lesser of two evils argument. If you've been raised with Christ, you have a bigger perspective at the ballot box. Give glory to God if your candidate wins or loses because you trust in the absolute monarchy of King Jesus who for a little while calls us to honor and repay the rulers of this age. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we praise you that through your victory, you've restrained and conquered all of our enemies. Forgive us for failing to recognize your reign over all things. We pray for our leaders and for our future leaders that you will overrule the folly of their hearts and lead them to rule this people in the fear of you. Amen. Today's devotional, we're going to look at help. And um, here is words from a song, the first verse of a song, who's actually my favorite singer, Christian singer, Toby Mac. It may be midnight or midday, never early, never late. He's going to stand by what he claimed, lived enough to say. It doesn't matter what hour or day. Jesus is ready to hear your thoughts, your prayers. God is also ready as they are two in one, three in one, Holy Spirit. We know that sometimes we get lost and we don't know where to turn to. But we have to remember the help is on the way. We know that judgment day is coming for us all. We know that any given day now, our Lord Jesus is coming to take everybody. Hopefully, you're ready to go when you're called. And sometimes, there, some of us are not ready to go when we're called. But that's okay, too. We're all valued and loved by Jesus, regardless of our walk in faith. And so... Sometimes it can be days or it may be years until you reach the time where you see Jesus or when you're willing to fight Jesus into your heart. You may also feel trapped sometimes by the world around us and what it looks like. But we just have to remember that help is on the way. Help is on the way. Sometimes... We need to stop and think or take five and remember who Jesus was. Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins. But he rose again in that victorious day. And he is waiting to call a hundred million people home. And that is seven continents. People all over the world are waiting to go home. Sometimes we go home from an illness, sometimes it's an accident, sometimes we're crying for help and we don't know which way to go. So we turn to the negative lifestyle, which would include alcoholism, maybe it's doing drugs, maybe it's um taking people's life innocently, maybe it's overdosing, whatever the darkness may be. Jesus is waiting for you to release that darkness and give him give him your all. We all fall short of God's glory, even as Christians. We do have times in our life where we fall short and God gets blamed or we forget who God is. Everybody has a darkness in their life that they're holding on to. And it may take a while. You may know Jesus and know what he is, 
but your heart may not be fully there. You can know Jesus and still not be perfect. Nobody is perfect. And so, Jesus is calling and he's waiting for you as help is on the way. As you listen to the next song called Hope is on the Help, Hope, Help is on the Way, take a listen to the lyrics and really figure out what Toby Mac is trying to say. Like I said, Toby Mac says, it may be midnight or midday. It's never early, never late. He's going to stand by what he claimed. I love enough to say. Remember, help is on the way. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, be with all of our listeners nationwide, wherever religion, origin they are. We know that you will walk beside them and give them strength. Help them to remember that you're only a call away. Walk with us through the darkest storms of life. And if there's anyone out there in the listening world that needs to accept Jesus into your life, go ahead and do that. If you need somebody to walk beside you, find a local church, a pastor, or a friend that you know is living the way of the Lord. Sometimes we just need to take five. Remember, nobody's perfect. We all far short of the glory of God. Walk beside these people this week as they travel to and from wherever they're going. Bless them and give them hope in the future. Amen. I'm Terry McFadden. New at 11, a multi-million dollar youth sports complex is one step closer to coming to Mishawaka. Tonight, the Redevelopment Commission approved several resolutions for that project. Our Monica Murphy was there and is live in the newsroom to tell us all about it. Monica? You know, this project has been in the works for six years and it's getting a big thumbs up from many city leaders, including, including Mayor Dave Wood. Harding Associates wants to bring a new sports center to Mishawaka. Their mission, they say, is to serve kids. We're not here to cater to the elite athlete. Uh, we're here for everybody. They say there's a big need for this type of facility. Mayor Wood has just been outstanding to work with, and it's really important for what we do that there's support from the top. So it's a big deal for the community, um, and we're usually embraced. Uh, especially because we work with the schools, we work with programs that are already here. The 270,000 square foot facility would be located north of Jude Creek and west of the future projected extension of Veterans Parkway. It will have eight indoor basketball courts, two full, door, uh, two full indoor turf fields, and so we will be hosting national and global volleyball basketball, softball, baseball, soccer tournaments. Mishawaka leaders and Cardin Associates also say it will help grow the economy. We're trying to figure out ways to fill their hotel rooms and bring business to the community when there was non-Notre Dame events. We believe that this uh, facility fully stabilized will bring north of 60, 65 million dollars a year in revenue that's not currently coming. The project comes with a 40 million dollar price tag that includes taxpayer money and other sources of revenue. And Cardin Associates has built other facilities in Indianapolis. The Mishawaka City Council will vote on this project at a meeting next Monday. If it's approved, construction will begin this spring. Terry. All right, Monica Murphy reporting live tonight from the newsroom. Monica, thanks for that update. Now It's good in Michiana. Well, how about a 90-year-old fulfilling a lifelong dream of skydiving? Sounds good. His name is Walter Lebke, and he's inspiring all of us to do the same. Samantha Albert spoke with him and joins us now live in studio with his incredible story. Samantha. If you were able to do one thing you've always wanted to do, what would it be? For Walter Lebke, it was jumping out of a plane, and that's exactly what he did this past weekend. I was shaking more than a turkey at Thanksgiving time. <laughs> when asked what was on Lebke's bucket list, he had only one answer, skydiving with his grandson. Well, I always wanted to do this. I think it was way back in the uh, 1970s I got the urge to jump, and I don't know who I talked to about, but I wanted to jump, and 
I just didn't know where to go to. Walter Lebke is a 90-year-old resident at Brentwood and Elkhart Independent Living, one of many communities that are helping senior citizens live their dream. I mean, that's what life is about, of uh, you reaching those goals, those dreams in life, those so and and here at Brentwood, that's what we want to do for our community as a whole. Before Lebke got to Brentwood, he had searched for opportunities to skydive, but wasn't able to find one. This last summer, I stopped a couple airports to see if I get some information. I couldn't find anything. So when I came here, uh, Megan says, so what's on your bucket list? And I said, I want to skydive. We'll work on it. Three months later, I did it. Traveling to Chicagoland Skydiving Center last weekend, Lebke geared up and took to the sky. You did that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, weren't you scared? Yes. <laughs> he's inspiring everybody. Like, he's 90 years old, and to see him jump out of a plane is kind of crazy. Encouraging friends and family to take the jump as well, and inspiring more and more residents into living the dream. We're hearing more and more residents as they get excited of seeing other residents get their goals uh, granted of what they want to do in their life. Even if it isn't as extreme as jumping thousands of feet out of a plane. Living the Dream's partnership with Wish of a Lifetime helps to make residents' dreams come true. And if you'd like to also play a part in helping community members achieve lifelong goals, head to our website and click on this story. Oh. Wow. And Samantha, he, was, he said he was cold up there, wasn't it? Yes, he said next time he'll have to wear a jacket or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Great. Samantha Albert reporting live from the studio. Great story, Samantha. Thank you. Those girls are a little too loud. Um... Has that teacher inspired you? Let them know. The 
This is for teachers everywhere. So share it with them. We gotta make the world awesome. Somebody's learning from you. I'm out. Uh, get to learn all. We're making history. I'm gone. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Today's featured children's Bible story will be about Job and his troubles. We have been looking at Genesis, um, but here is a little information about this. A few weeks ago, we have Genesis 8, 9, Genesis 8, Genesis 9, 7 to 17, but directly in the middle of that, we have Job 1, chapter 1 through chapter 42. And then they jump ahead to next week, the Tower of Babel, which is Genesis 11, 1 through 10. I wonder why they had put Job chapter 1 through Job chapter 42 directly in the middle. Job was a man who was suffering. He went through a lot. But he stood his faith. Let's take a listen about Job and what he endured. Job was a rich and a happy man with a wife, ten children, and lots of animals. But despite his wealth and good fortune, Job, Job did not boast of bread. He was a good, kind man who loved God with all his heart. <coughs> God is very pleased with Job. There is no one who loves me more than Job does, he said. Of course Job loves you, replied the devil, who is so jealous. Look how much you have given him. If you took it all away, he would curse you. But God believed in Job. Very well, he told the devil. You may test him. Then you will see how much Job trusts me. From that moment on, terrible things started to happen. Robbers took Job's cattle and donkeys. Lightning killed all the sheep and shepherds. Then bands of thieves stole, stole his camels. Worst of all, a tornado flattened Job's home and killed all of his children. But Job did not blame God. Lord, you gave me everything I had, he prayed. And now you have seen fit to take it away. The devil was furious. Job would soon change his mind if he was hurt, he cried. So he gave Job a terrible and painful illness. But still Job trusted in God. Finally, three friends came to visit Job. God does not punish people for no reason. They said, you must not done something very wicked. Ask God to forgive you. Job was angry. He knew that he had done nothing wrong, but he started to feel confused. I'm suffering too much, he thought. Why doesn't God take pity on me? Then Job spoke to, Then God spoke to Job. Where were you when I created the earth, he asked. Do you understand the wonders of creation? Do you have an arm like God? And can you thunder with a voice like mine? Will you find fault with the Almighty? Job was ashamed. I am nothing, Lord, he said. I have spoken about things I do not understand. I am sorry. I should accept you know that you know best. God told Job to forgive his friend for the way they had spoken, for they did not understand. Then he gave Job twice the wealth he had before and gave him more children. Job felt humble. At last, he understood God's greatness. Job suffered a lot of troubles, but he still trusted in God. He trusted God no matter what he faced. You as children, adults, teenagers, may face some difficulties in your life. We all face them, and you may turn away from God. But he is waiting for you, left and right, and he knows your heart. Sometimes we need to take a step back and figure out why God has given us these troubles. But he has a plan for us. He has a plan to be with us. You may feel like a Job who suffered much, and he even said, I am nothing. He, and he... Apologize to God. And he needed to accept that God knows best. God does know best. Take care and have a wonderful night.
I'm also thankful for the little pop pads that the cats and dogs have and the sound it makes. Okay. I love them. Hey, turn that back on. Oh, no, 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 no. Change it, change it. Ah, there, that's better. Music is magical. It can make anything better. Right music can make a video better. The same goes with life. Singing. I pop I pop Singing. If something's boring, just sing it, and that will make it better. Watch it. It's really cool. Old people still hold hands. Clouds that look like stuff. One time I saw a cloud that looked like an airplane, and I realized it was an airplane. <laughs> Imagination. Without it, we wouldn't have airplanes, no internet. Pants. 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 We gotta wear them, because if we didn't, it'd be sort of awkward. Pants. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Sleep. Close with funny names. Like windbreaker. <laughs> Birthday cake. No reason at all cake. Just cake. Sorry if we filmed this while I was hungry. Forgiveness. Okay, President, I ain't perfect. Ain't, ain't no word. We all mess up. Come on. Don't mess up and forget to forgive all the mess up. Thankful plants undergo photosynthesis, using the energy from the sun to convert carbon dioxide to oxygen, providing us with the air we need to do things like this. I'm bored. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's voice. Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm working on it. My voice is changing, but it hasn't changed that much. Food. I go. Burger. <laughs> I know, I know, I already said food, but this is my list and my rules. Happiness. Sadness. Sadness isn't bad. It helps you know what you care about. People. Sometimes people can be really people, but we need each other. Life's better with people in it. Family, friends, you. Just being alive. Sometimes we forget how it's just great to be alive. We're breathing. Some days are tough, but we got a lot to be thankful for. We just have to look for it sometimes. They say if you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, and a place to sleep, you're richer than 75% of the world. I did not know that. So what would you add to the list? Let me know. Share this video with someone you're really thankful for. Oh, and of course, also this. For a second, just breathe before the busy of today takes over. And in that pause, despite the expectations of today, simply be grateful for the breath in your lungs and the gift of being alive. You have this moment. Love your family and friends deeply today. Be kind. Live your today with love, Rachel. You can find more. Nick Bits for finding joy by joining her or following her on Facebook. Take care and have a wonderful day. This morning, winter is coming and Real Services desperately needs volunteers for their Meals on Wheels program. Melissa Stevens joins us now live from South Bend with how you can help. Hey, Melissa. Good morning. So we are inside the kitchen right now. This is where all the meals are prepared. And if you see these red bins right behind me, these are containers that have meals in them that are getting ready to go out and be delivered to people in our community. I'm joined now by George Hawthorne. Tell me a little bit about this program. I know a lot of us have heard of it, but what exactly is it? Well, the Meals on Wheels program provides well-balanced meals to individuals who no longer can prepare meals for themselves, whether it's a physical or mental reason. Uh, they need to have a well-balanced uh, meal that's required by the USDA uh, federal government, 
as well as uh, to meet their required daily intakes. Uh, we just want to make sure that people have well-balanced, meaningful meals to them, as well as we uh, do diet-specific meals to make sure that uh, every meal that goes out here fits that particular diet for that particular client. So what exactly do volunteers do for this program? Well, volunteers will come in each day and they will pick up their meals and uh, they will deliver those meals to the clients. Now, all the meals are labeled with the clients' names and their specific diet on there and the volunteers have a sheet that has that same information on it so that they can make sure that they're delivering the right meal to the right client. Uh, the volunteers actually are a vital part of our program because without volunteers, there's no way we could run this program. Volunteers make a huge uh, portion of basically our budget, our in-kind donations. Um, so they will actually end up making friends with a lot of our clients, and they will actually in, uh, reroute their routes so they can end up with a specific client that they want to spend some extra time with because they make so many different friends, as well as they check on everybody because that's the reason why we deliver hot meals. We want individuals to be able to check on and make sure those folks are safe and still uh, healthy because uh, they can actually call us should they see if there's anything different or changed about a volunteer. They actually will call us and let us know what's going on with that client. You really make a huge difference. Thank you so much for explaining all of that. And you know what? It's not a large time commitment, guys. We're talking about an hour and a half a day. So that's what we're talking about. Once a week, correct? An hour and a half? I mean, that's all that they're asking for just to make that difference. You can go ahead and sign up to volunteer on the Real Services website. Really simple process to help make a difference, guys. And that man right there, George, is an incredible resource in our community. He's helping to make sure so many people get the help they need. He also makes really good cookies. <laughs> oh, good cookies. Okay. Good cookies, yes. <laughs> Thank you. He's amazing. Thank you, Melissa. Melissa Stevens reporting live. Are you looking to save this winter? the next coming months, here's something just for you. This is about real, real services energy assistance. Households must be within 60% of the state median income. And these are for members have to be 60 years or older, a veteran, have children under five, or receiving disability. You can call 574 236-4891 or 1-800-225-3367. You can also get home online by going to e eapps at realservices.org or you can fax them a completed application to 574-236-4891. And they are asking for three months of previous income. You will need social security cards, Copies of IDs, approved incomes for of all household members 18 and older, recent copies of electric and heating bills. They have just begun taking apps November 1st. So if you or know somebody that could benefit from Real Service Energy Assistance, direct them to Real Services. Once again, the email for them to get started is EAP apps at realservices.org. Take care and have a wonderful night.
head over to shop till you drop holiday market and that will take place on Sunday November 6th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. and they will be located at Layman's Farmhouse 204 North Red Bud Trail in Buchanan Michigan hope you get a chance to check out this holiday market and get a chance to check out what Buchanan has to offer take care and have a wonderful day If you're in the New Car Isle Indian area, here's something just for you. You can head over to the 5th Annual Christmas Bonanza Craft Market, and that will take place on Sunday, November 6th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. And they are located at 55756 Tulip Road in New Car, New Car Isle, Indiana. Then it will be free admission. They have over 50 craft vendors as well as there will be food and beverage available for purchase. Hope you get a chance to enjoy the craft market in New Carlisle, Indiana. It's about that time. Here is another opportunity for you to get that perfect gift for somebody. You can head over to Beulah Missionary Church for the Holiday Crab Bazaar, which will take place on November 12th. From 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and they are located at 57595 Old Kenro 17 in Goshen, Indiana. Take care and have a wonderful day. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning. Some dark and cold There is a spirit Who brings a fire Ignites a candle And makes his own So carry your candle Run to the darkness Seek out the hopeless Confused and
This will conclude the special edition of Miss Channel 101. Hope you got a chance to enjoy the weather. It's not such a great weather. We I mean, nothing but rainy, windy all day. But you can still take a chance to enjoy the beautiful leaves that's out there. Maybe you're going to sit on the porch. Who knows? Hope you got a chance to hear some positivity that's happening in or around the world. Take care and have a wonderful day.